Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Critelli, and I'm here with my co-host, Luca Moya. We have a jam-packed show for you guys today. We're going to talk some World Series, DH or no DH, which do you prefer? Uh, the NBA, Scotty Barnes is lighting it up for the Raptors, and we will give out our NFL marquee matchups along with some picks as the trade deadline is on Tuesday for the National Football League. But Luca, let's start with those Toronto Maple Leafs, buddy. Uh, it's been it's been a tough start to the season. They've come on as of late. They just uh, had a nice game against Detroit, which I was happy to attend uh, that game. Uh, they beat the Chicago Blackhawks barely in overtime, so they're on a, a little mini two-game winning streak. And they have Vegas uh, coming up on Tuesday night. But big news for them is they signed Morgan Riley to a $7.5 million contract over the next eight years. That kicks in next season. Luca, what are your thoughts on that? I know I know it's a lot of money, and we know the Toronto Maple Leafs are in big, big cap uh, situations, very, very little room to work with. But what do you make of it? First off, how's it going, everyone? Um, you know, missed a little banter in the beginning of the episode. I missed that, you know. Uh, very professional opening from you, though, I got to say. Well Thank done. You. I'm trying to bring this back to some professionalism on the podcast. Yeah. You know, hey, after, after last time we were on, uh, we went, <laughs> we went off the cuff for our NBA picks and we didn't even know uh, half the teams in the, in the conference. I think we had the, uh, the board, the board of directors uh, had said, we need, yeah. we need some more, uh, more structure. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. Big time structure. We, that, that's why we were off last week. We got cut for a week. Yeah. Um, and well, we had to come back this week ready to go. And Lucas always has us prepared. I got to give it to you, bud. Uh, but you know what? Let's talk about the Leafs because this Morgan Riley deal, got to say, I thought he should have been the captain. And this proves why I thought he was in the running for it. You took a, took a team-friendly deal, man. This is a guy who wants to be in Toronto. And we know the way the market was going, he was definitely going to get eight over eight. Mm-hmm. So he definitely took a cut. You didn't hear that the Leafs were in uh, contract talks with Morgan Riley, and that's because, you know, he, he said, he's like, you know, I wanted to keep it very low-key. I didn't want that to be a distraction to the team. And this is a guy who was drafted by the Maple Leafs, and for so long we've loaned Toronto, like, back in, like, 2015 when the Leafs weren't very good. This is it. Like, this is a team, like, in a couple of years they're going to be good. They have good prospects, and and they're going to be good. And the Leafs were always known to have this great farm system. And he was the first guy. Like, he was the guy coming out. Like, they picked him fifth overall in that draft. They would have picked him at number one, they said, at the time. And it turned out really good for Toronto. He is the product of the farm system, if that makes sense. Like, he was the guy coming out. He was the first one. He was right before Marner. He was before Nylander. He was before Matthews got drafted. Like, this was him. Like, and he was the the original prospect of the Leafs. Like, this is the next big thing. Staying in Toronto for the next eight years, he's on pace, albeit I hope he stays healthy. If he plays for the next eight years, he will play the most games in a Maple Leaf uniform. And that's historic. This is a historic franchise. He's on pace to play 1,300 games with this team. It's unbelievable. Seven and a half, great deal for the Leafs. And I'm not giving praise to Dubas. I'm giving praise to Riley for taking this pay cut, for allowing like all the media, everybody, even myself, been on the Leafs about how bad they do their business. 
And this guy said, you know what? I don't care what my teammates make. I want to do what's best for the team. And he did that by taking a pay cut. Good for Morgan Riley. He deserves it. And uh, you know what? I, I hope now um, he can just focus on his hockey and become that elite defender he was a couple of years ago. Yeah, Luca, that was that was really well said. Thank uh, you. I when, appreciate that. When this when this I took some time. <laughs> <laughs> coming from the Boston fan. Yeah. When this deal came down, uh, I really didn't know what to think of it. Like seven point five uh, for the next eight years, starting next year. That just means you have just under fifty million tied up in five players. Yeah. But then if you think about it, Morgan Riley could have got 8.59 uh today uh this evening actually t- not tony d'angelo the norris trophy winner on the new york rangers adam fox adam fox thank you just signed for uh 9.5 uh, uh oh, with the rangers for the next seven years, years. Uh, and seven. seven so he could have got a lot more if he waited till the summer um yeah. and waited into free agency and like you said luca John Tavares, uh, sadly, when we signed him, he was at his, I guess, his peak, 41-goal season, and it, it's really been a slowly, slow decline. It's not really the John Tavares that we saw with the New York Islanders, and I think now he needs to transition into a different role, and his contract is up in four years, and I think this contract and the way Riley did it, taking less money, just solidifies him as probably the number one contender for that C after John oh, Tavares. Oh, 100%. 100%. He's going to be the – and if he's not, that that's a problem. Well, like then if they sign Matthews again after no. his contract deal is over, I can still see him as, as the captain. He's the face of the franchise. But Morgan Riley, I think, is the face in the dress room. These are the guys that they look up to him. They respect him. This guy's been here the longest. And mm-hmm. – Matthews got paid. Marner got paid. Tavares got paid. Nylander got paid. This guy was like, you know what? I'm going to take less money because this is what is right for the team. Yep. And good on Morgan Riley. I know he takes a lot of scrutiny from uh, Leafs Nation, just the way he plays. And he's not really up to par with that uh, that 20-goal season he had, that, that almost Norris Trophy uh, winning season if he didn't get injured. So – Great deal for the Leafs, and I'm happy to see Morgan Riley in a Leafs uniform for the next eight years. And we might even see number 44 uh, in the rafters someday after this contract it's is over. It is. No, it's very possible. And going back to your captain point, like, I thought Matthew should have been the captain because, you know, like, it, so did it, I. it's his team. Like, it, it, it is his team. Like, mm-hmm. you could just see, like, even with the games I didn't play with him this year, and the minute he came back, you could just tell it was a different team. Um, he's not captain material. Let's be real. He's not. And sometimes play, like your best players will get it, even if they're not captain material. Some franchises will give it to the third liner, right? Yep. But if he's captain material, he's captain material. Justin Brown. Have, yeah, there you go. That was a fourth liner, man. A fourth liner. But two cups. There you go, right? So they don't care. Um, and so Matthew's not captain material. Love him. I think he's a great player. Top five player, probably. Not captain material. See, I, Has I, to I, be Riley. I still, I still think um, that he is captain. If you saw in the Chicago game, the, the camera actually caught him, like, holding his teammates accountable. Like, I know he yelled at Hall for the offside there, 
but like yeah. that just shows the frustration on his face and yeah. how much like there was a for me for always some reason since Matthews has been here and I've been listening to all the talk about yeah after this contract Arizona is going to offer Sheetham and he's probably going to go to the desert and I, I've always believed that because I'm like does Matthews really like care you know does he really care does he show that emotion and last season and into this season you can see the emotion on his face that he gives a crap about the Toronto Maple Leafs team and wants to do good in this market so mm-hmm. it's it's a bright spot so I could still see him as I think it after Tavares it's Riley and Matthews but who would you give it to like realistically I'd give it I would give it to Riley I would yeah, give it to Riley. I think you have to man it's just the know. conversation because you don't know yeah. what the next deal is for Matthews and what how he builds up mm-hmm. when he becomes 27, 28, and his yeah. respect level in the dress room if the Leafs bring in uh, a new wave of, of younger talent. I know they don't have a lot right now with the Marlies, but you don't know how his level of respect yeah. and leadership uh, grows throughout his, um, his career with the Leafs if he signs after his deal is up. It's a long time away though. Like JT yeah, is still exactly up for long a while, time, so. long time away. That's a conversation for a different day. Uh, the Leafs they they made some line changes. They moved Marner back with Tavares and Kerfoot is on the wing as well. And Matthews moves back with William Nylander and Michael Bunting. Marner had a good game on Saturday, and that line was buzzing against Saturday. Yeah, you can say it was against Detroit, but Detroit uh, still they they put up a good fight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the Matthews line, uh, me and as my partner in crime, Andrew Denopoulos, noticed Matt, the Matthews line wasn't really that on. Uh, and you saw the ice time dwindle, and Keith was just going back to that Tavares line, just kept going back to that Tavares line. And Marner gets the monkey off his back. Are we reading too much into to like switching up the lines this early? Like, Were you worried that when Marner and Matthews weren't clicking that they needed to make a change, or are we reading too much into this? I, I think we've been reading too much into their season already. Yeah, but that's where, media. Oh, that's just, <laughs> yeah, there you go. And and unfortunately for Sheldon Keefe, I don't know if he wanted to make the decision, but I think he had to. Mm-hmm. Or people were calling for his job it, in it, game it's, three. It's crazy. I know. Like, you guys, there's 70 games left or 70-plus games left. Like, relax. St. Louis, hate to bring this up. They won the freaking cup and were dead last in January. It can happen. It can happen. Just relax. The Leafs are fine. Not, not, you know, the Leafs, it's going to be tough for them this year because Florida looks unbelievable. Uh, Tampa, I still think they're going to figure it out. Boston, I still think they're going to figure it out. Right? Um, and the Metro's got really – it's going to be a battle. Okay? It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. But yeah, that's what makes it every bit more rewarding when they win. If they win, I have a bet with my mom. The Leafs will win a cup in the next thirty years. God, please! I just they made have a bet to. with my cousin. I made a bet they with my cousin. To, thirty years, bro. Thirty years. I got we said dollars. lifetime for ours. We said a hundred bucks. The Leafs will win a cup in our lifetime. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I said I'll fun. take that, dude. I have what 70, 60, 70 years to for that bet to cash in. Sure. Yeah. No problem. Well, yeah, I did 30 with my – I said, listen, Ma, they got to at least – like, one. I'm not going to – just one. They're not going <laughs> to be like, a dynasty. 
No, no, I'm not talking. We just want one. I'm and then we're happy four. for another not, 60 years. Yeah. We're not talking that's, that's, four That's pretty six. much it. Yeah. You're not going to win four cups in six years. Just, just, just one. Just one. Just one. And, and a we'll wait another. Year, maybe. It doesn't matter how they come, buddy. We just need one. We just okay? need one. Uh, long time investment here. Um, but yes, I think everybody reads too much into it. And, and, and keep shuffling the lines. It's, it's whatever, man. It's early on. You're like, who says he can? He's the freaking head coach. Yeah. If he wants to change something up. Change something up. I'd rather him do it now than mm-hmm. still trying to figure out your identity in game 80. Yeah. Why not? It's early in the year. Teams don't know much about you. You haven't played Detroit in like two years because you haven't played, uh, you know, American teams, it seems like. Why not just shuffle it up, see what happens? I will say, though, uh, about that Matthews line, Larkin's a really good player, man. Like, yeah. he, he, he's really good defensively. Um, and I think Matthews is now, like we've talked about JT's decline. He's now going to be matched up with every single, you know, top line if he wasn't already. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He's the big dog. That's the, the guy they players, have to man. stop. That's you're the guy the they have players, to stop. And you're paid to dominate the other team's big-time players. So I think Matthews can do it, and it's going to help JT. And Martin's going to have a lot of space out there. JT does all the dirty work. Buntings look pretty good. So mm-hmm. why not? I like the line. I think it's fine. Good call. Another – I and then you shift back to the, to, the, to the blue line. Muzzin really hasn't been the Muzzin we're used to on the he blue line. Though. What a rip. I know you ripped. That was a snipe. <laughs> we were right there. Because we were, we were literally just talking about, like, yeah, Muzzin hasn't really been great, like, on the go train there. And then we're yeah. like, shoo, bang, posting in. We're like, how did you guys get we... those tickets? Was, was that a last-minute purchase? Or you yeah. Had the... No, it was it was in the week. Uh, Dino knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And uh, oh, gotcha, we got gotcha. nice tickets. And it, it was a good game. It was a no, good it was. game. I, you know, I put a live bet on Detroit to come back <laughs> in the third period. I was like, man, no way. why not? I was like, why not? And guess you, what? What did you put on? 20 bucks? Uh, no, like five bucks. Yeah, five bucks. Good odds. And, uh, of course, had to be that little weasel to ruin it for me. Had to be Martin. What do you, what do you had mean? To the be. goalie ruined it for you. I know, but it had to be him. Yeah, okay, monkey off his back. Now you're going to see him explode. He's going to he's find his comp. God. Like, he hasn't scored in 20-plus games, like, dating back to last Man, season. You know what the funny thing is? Like, okay, I get it for him. It, it feels great came off your stick last but man like you still gotta not feel confident like you didn't really do anything i know but it's a goal luca it, it, I get it is it. a goal no listen i get it, it comes when that puck stash. goes behind the red line like playing men's league playing in an nhl hockey I, game it's just me, a I different know. feeling and it just makes you feel like you're like, like i got I'm it like the i got puck, a goal I don't the puck's care following how. me tonight like, yeah you know what i mean yeah. get some no, puck off. It, it it changes your 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 sense uh within but i the just game. hope now he doesn't think I've scored now. Now I can just put like no. no the heat's gonna gotta, be on. You got to continue. The heat's gonna be on. But if Matthew, if pardon me, if Marner is making passes and, and getting assists and points, I'm happy with that too. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't have to score. He doesn't have to score, but he, to he wasn't. The he wasn't. Open. Yeah, exactly. He exactly. He hasn't been that productive uh, in these first couple games, yeah. whether it's assists or or a goal. So now that he's got a goal. Let's calm it down. Monkey off his back. Let's move forward. Hull was a healthy scratch on Saturday night. He's had a mm-hmm. tough couple games of this season. And, and I just <laughs> said that Muzzin really hasn't been the Muzzin that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Last season, Hull was, you could say, a bona fide top four defenseman. Played penalty kill. Played against the other team's top lines. He played up McDavid 
nine times uh, last year. He had to play against uh, the top lines in, in Calgary, in Vancouver. And now he's struggling. Was last season a fluke? Man, they're playing better teams. Like, got to give the guy a chance. I, I've never been big on Hall, mm-hmm. but for what the Leafs got, like, he, he's on a bad Like, he's, he's on a good contract. Yeah. And he, he, they gave him good value last year, and that's was one of the, and they gave him a, an extension this year. And that was one of the reasons why, like, they didn't do anything because we have Hall on this mm-hmm. great deal. And now that he is under underperforming, it's like, what do the Leafs do it's, now? Listen, now we have to we, hope for, for Lindgren to, to raise his game and yeah. find value in that contract too, which again, uh, Dino and I said it, that the best D pair uh, on Saturday night was Sandine and Ling, uh, Lilligren. They yeah. played the puck was, they were putting shots on net. They were controlling the play, playing great defense. And that's a good sign. And Lilligren's in the lineup uh, tomorrow night. I never understand when guys get healthy scratch. And I know, like, if it's a fourth line guy, you want to move things around. But, like, why, why are we singling out Hall here? Why, why is he the, the scapegoat in all this? Like, I get it. He's not playing good. And it might have to do something with Matthews laying into him. No, okay. I, I don't know. It's, no, but if you've watched, if you watch the first couple games, it it has been, you can see yeah. it. But you bro, can the see the decline in play. Been that good, I know, Luca, but so if, why if your mistakes, because if your mistakes uh, are glaring and you see the mistakes that it's just you, okay, you know what I mean. I agree. No, yeah, and but you listen expect, to this though. You expect a lot from Hall because of what he showed you last season. Mm-hmm. So now that he's underperforming. And you need him to be at his best for this team to be uh, get to the next level. It's just more of a message. That's what it is. It's more of a I message. We're going to sit you down in the press box, regroup, take a breather, and let's see if you can come back. The only way he's going to get better is if he gets back into more games. And that's going to have to yeah. come with uh, Sheldon keep trusting him. And right now, he just doesn't trust him. No, he doesn't and you're not, trust him. And, and he's not taking Muzzin out of the lineup. He's not. He's a veteran. He's part of the court. Muzzin's not coming out. Man, so Hole, Hole gets scapegoated. Muzzin That's ripped. just the way it is. What a shot. Like, what a shot. That was such <laughs> a, a good we were right goal. there. Okay. We were right there. It was actually a really, even really that Sedina nice shot. shot. Did you see that Sedina oh, snipe? my God. And you know what? That, that scrappy goal, I don't know. I think it was Detroit's fourth goal. I don't know who it was. Just kind of danced in there, and then Campbell oh, went to yeah. poke in. It was, it was a scrummy goal. It wasn't Campbell, Morazic. M- or Morazic, sorry. It was a scrummy goal, but I thought the play up to that was brilliant. I don't know mm-hmm. who why. I forget. Maybe it was Nemestic Conference. He might have scored. I don't know. But it, it, I thought that was a great play. Detroit, Detroit, actually, you know what? Their future is looking not bad. I, 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 Detroit and Ottawa, I am so oh, yeah. high on for the next you couple can years. See. You can see it. Like You can see You the can see it. There. Exactly. You, can you can't see it. see it in Arizona. No. That, can't. Like you're just, it's just not. Yeah, there. but when Matt, when Arizona Matthews goes the offer there, sheet, Matthews. Austin Matthews for 14 million. Come on, that's I don't know. How can you? How can you? Yeah, let's not? let's let's leave Toronto, who at least makes it to the playoffs, to a team that you know is going to be looking at my kids in 20 years because they're going to be picking at the top of the draft in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So, we got we, a couple of years to find that what's going to happen between that situation. So yeah. it was a good game. Great game. Good to be back in the Scotiabank arena. Feel the atmosphere. Luca, how was it? You was know great. how much we get yeah. so hyped over montages, like on the screen, like about oh. Tom Brady, the Leafs, the yeah, whatever, pregame yeah. 
montage they played at the start, I was like, his tears running. I was, you made the warmies or no? No, not the warm-ups. Like, right before no, the game. No, but did before, you make it? You yeah, we sat through the warm-ups. Oh, yeah, you time. have to. No, you have to. We were there early. We yeah, were no, there yeah. early. 7 o'clock game, you pull up at 5.50. You get no, a nice seat. It was it was perfect. There it is. Yeah. And I just watched the, the like, the starting montage before they run on the ice. I was, like, I was so yeah, hyped. I was ready for the game. Yeah. World Series. We oh, haven't really talked goodness. about the World Series as much. <laughs> it might be going down as one of the most, like, not talked about World Series mm-hmm. uh, just because a lot of big things are happening in, in the other major sports. Um, the Braves lead the Houston Astros uh, 3-2. Game six is Tuesday night. We're not going to give our picks because, like, it's already game six. Like, there's no there's no yeah. chance. But I, I heard a conversation today, and it was brought up that that was the potentially last, last night the Houston Astros defeated the Braves nine to five in Atlanta in a national league ball ballpark. And that potentially could be the last game played where there is no DH as the CBA is up for discussion at the end of this year. Luca, my question is to you, are you a fan of the DH or are you a fan of the no DH and pitchers getting to bat in that ninth spot? Man, pitching Pitchers batting is the dumbest thing in all of baseball. It really is. It's the dumbest thing. And baseball is that one sport where it's major league baseball, but I've said this to you and I think you agree, where it's one league, but it feels separated. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's just like there's 15 teams and there's 15 teams. And at the end, one team from this side, one team from this side. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like the NFL or the NHL or the NBA, like these other top four major leagues feels so divided. You get two MVPs, yeah. two Cy Young. Like, it's just so weird to me. And then and then the National League has – like, man, pitchers go up, they stand there, take three pitches and get out. What the hell is the point of that? Seriously, what is the point of that? And then you have those odd pitchers like Bumgarner, Granky, or Cologne. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that <laughs> that, that's a historic home run. But what's the point? I mean, if you're building – perspective like a team building perspective why wouldn't you want a dh because it's more strategy involved you got to get another another batter you got to get you know guys who can hit for the dh i'm not when i go into pitching i'm not gonna find an otani here no i'm gonna find a great granky's not hitting a 300 okay like so why are pitchers hitting still why are guys in the bullpen standing there for three pitches and leaving and then you know what bothers me is that they're going deep into counts. I'm like, oh my god! Like the guy pitching is it's like, oh, it's like a two-two count. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? He's not gonna swing. Just throw right down the middle. He's not gonna hit. If he hits it, he hits it. Just throw it, man. He just wants to get out because he's pitching. He wants to focus. I don't know why he's standing there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it makes no sense to me at all. God, they have to get rid of this DH rule. They have to, man, or uh, this pitching, hitting, whatever it's called. They have to get rid of it. it it's so. It's so annoying to watch. Like, man, like, yep. Like, how many times have we seen? It would be like bases loaded, pitcher comes up, two outs. Well, there you Okay. Well, done. There it is. Yeah. Game over. You're not getting it. No, I. That's I, the whole crazy thing about baseball. The ninth hitter hits a, hits a grand slam or whatever. Pitcher ain't doing that. I know it's a crazier story if a pitcher does it, but mm-hmm. man, come on. Yeah. It, it's a spectacle to see a pitcher go yard and. Bumgarner yeah. every time he okay. came in for the for the Giants, it's like he he's a threat to hit a bomb, yeah, uh, for okay, sure. But, but man, to on. your point, like 
two two counts on like pitchers and you're throwing them like outside you're trying to pick corners yeah you're throwing in you're throwing sliders at the knees man it's not you're trying to you're trying to hit like, the black you're trying to hit right on the edge of the plate to a pitcher just throw he's gonna throw 96 down the middle man like you know, you know what's so funny? These pitchers, they don't even swing, man. It's not like you're testing them. They're not swinging. <laughs> like they when you go to your pitcher's them. meeting with your coach, it's like, oh, we got a game plan for this yeah. ninth old pitcher. No, there's three pitches you got to throw. Fastball, fastball, fastball. Maybe That's a change it. up in this. Like Maybe. throw it in the strike zone. Give them a different look. Oh, but I agree. DH, DH all the way. And you were saying like it's so divided National League and American League. Yeah. But that's just the way it was like 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Because there was no interleague play. There was no yeah. interleague play. That came later on uh, in, in Major League Baseball. It used to be the National League teams played all of them and the American League teams play, played each other. That's it. And then they met in the World Series. That's That was the, the cool part about it. You had the two MVPs, the two Cy Youngs, two Rookie of the Years. Like, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Well, yeah, DH all the way, more bombs. Just more like I get, I guess more offense. That's what the the major league baseball wants. You want to see more offense, more entertaining, and to watch a pitcher go out on three strikes, and, and now you're you have one out or two outs in the inning because you're the ninth hole pitcher comes in. Like yeah. it's more strategy for the managers in the national league, which is cool. Like, I don't want him hitting in this spot. We're gonna bring this hitter, pinch hitter in yeah. and that than than that, but come on. Let's get a nine, yeah. ninth hole guy hitter in <laughs> like and uh, get so... get some more offense. Good. That's what I thought you were going to say. Um, yeah, it's similar. NBA. Toronto Raptors. Oh, by the way, or... before we go, I, I know it is game six, but who do you think is going to win? I had, the, I, I had the Houston Astros winning. I and wanted they, the Braves to win, but I knew blew, Houston was going to win. Blew. They blew it. Houston, yeah, I, you just you just knew after the Grand Talk, I said Houston's gonna somehow, some way win this game because they got over. two home games now. They're back in Houston. Trash cans will be fully out, and uh, Houston's gonna take it. I they're they're too experienced. Bregman, yeah, Guriel is having an unreal Man, playoff. They're not gonna go, they're Correa, zero like for seventeen with runners in scoring position for the whole series or whatever that dumb stat was. Mm-hmm. They're gonna wake up eventually. They're gonna wake just, up. You know, yeah. Okay, but, quickly before we move on, are you? upset like as a fan of baseball are you upset like with the con like a lot of scrutiny around these playoffs has been the how long the games have been because of the pitching changes and all that like uh one of the world series games it was like the fourth inning and they were like two and a half hours in like it's hard to keep viewers like that yeah like it's hard to keep viewers like that but like this is the world series man like i don't care how much yeah. time i'm not care dusty but... baker's got to take out a pitcher because yeah. he he thinks something's going to happen i don't care this guy wants yeah. to win use 10 pitchers i don't care you see it, it baseball's one of those things man like it's, it's all about strategy the pen. it's strategy it's all about the pen you got 10 guys warming up at once like, yeah. it's crazy i i don't mind it at all i don't and you know what you don't want to watch it don't watch it. Don't watch it. Watch the highlights tomorrow morning. Tune it. Tune in in the eighth inning if you want. But I don't care what they say. Playoff baseball, you're watching every pitch. Oh. You're watching dude, every pitch. I get pissed in playoff baseball because yesterday I was watching. Like, I was flipping between that and the, mm-hmm. and the Sunday night game, right? Yeah. Uh, my, I go back. 5-4. I'm like, what, what? I said, what did I miss here? I said, it's been You it's can't been switch the channel. Minutes. Playoff baseball. You can't switch the channel. And you know what bothers me the most? 
is when I was just watching it for the last 25 minutes and nothing happens because I'm watching pitchers go 10 pitches deep. And then I get a score update. Freeman puts the Braves back on top. I said, you've got to be kidding me. I said, no, you've got to be kidding me, man. I said, I was just watching that whole game. So you can't miss a pitch. You're right. I love playoff baseball. I love playoff baseball. Uh, NBA, Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes. He's had a great start to the season, averaging 18 points, nine rebounds, two assists. Uh, When they drafted him, a lot of the experts said that was the wrong pick. They should have went with – you got to help me out on the name again. Jalen Suggs. I I always forget his name. I have it written here, and I didn't uh, (laughs) – You just didn't look at it. Didn't look at it. Jalen Suggs. Scotty Barnes, he's out He's out for this game tonight uh, against the Knicks. But what do you make of Scotty Barnes? What do you see him down the stretch? He, man, he's, he's good. And and th- obviously I wanted Suggs too. Because like, I just want to like – it's been such a while where like the Raptors were picking so high in the draft and there was like this sick point guard coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that could be good. But but they made the right pick. Like, they made the right Barnes, pick. Barnes fits so well into their system that even when they made the pick, I was like, okay, you know what? He's still a good pick. Like, man, <laughs> still a top 10 prospect. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they went for a second rounder, yeah. fourth overall. You know what I mean? Like, this guy was still highly, highly thought of coming out of the class. So, he's been really good. I'm just impressed with, like, you know, his, his shooting so far. It's not, it's not unbelievable. But, you know, I didn't see this. No. Like, that was the one thing that he had to work on. Like, I thought he was going to be a complete brick, shoot like 28% or something. It's not bad. It's no. respectable. He's, he's and it opens up the floor. Yeah, why not? He's and so when Siakam of- comes back, you know the stats are going to dip. It's inevitable. It's going. It's he's not going to score nineteen points. For he's sure. Not gonna have, you know. But then but, he's gonna. But he's gonna get that second unit. I would. I would think he was going to be that yeah. anchor on the second unit. He's going to get most of the touches. And what I like about Scotty Barnes, his attitude towards the game. Yeah. I already think he loves Toronto, which is a great sign. Uh, Great for Raptor fans, just yeah. the attitude around being drafted by them, the smile on his face, the work ethic he's already put in to find a jump shot. When he was with Florida, he only averaged 10 points. And what was that? Layups and, and free throws. And now that he's finding a jump shot here, yeah. he's great defensively. He still has things to work on. And again, the L2 Sports saying, let's see how he is in his second and third year when, <laughs> when defense is planned for him and, and stuff yeah. like that. That is the yeah. saying we always say. But as of right now, the potential looks great for the Raptors. They're in a retooling stage. Scotty Barnes is a great start for them. Yeah. Quickly, before we move on to uh, to the NFL, other teams you like to watch in the NBA. For me, Knicks, RJ Barrett, dropping 35 uh, the other night was, is great to watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when we were in school, how we the running joke was the ball family and how they would fare in the NBA. Yeah. They're looking fantastic. Lonzo hey, and LaMelo are, are taking the league by storm. We all thought LeVar was crazy. This he cycle still is crazy. He like, still is crazy, but like, it made, was just, but, yeah. but it was just like, he's, he's overhyping his sons. They're not even that good. LaMelo ball is, he, I know he's young and he still makes a lot of mistakes, but he's great to watch. Oh, Absolutely fun, so to, fun watch. to watch. And now you have Lonzo on the Bulls with DeRozan, with Levine. You throw Caruso in there. Caruso, a- baby. Caruso, baby. <laughs> oh, that headband is loving it. Yeah. 
I love watching the the balls. They're they're great to watch. I always thought Lonzo was a good player. I just didn't think wherever he went, he didn't really fit in. Like he didn't fit. He's the no. guy. Like he's the number one guy in Chicago. When he went to the Pelicans, they had a lot of young talent. Bledsoe was the veteran there. Obviously, didn't work out. Go to the Lakers with LeBron James. It doesn't matter if you're the point guard or not. LeBron's still gonna have a high percentage of the ball, right? And yep. you're going to the freaking Lakers, man. Like. Magic Johnson, when he drafted him, said this kid's jersey is going in the rafters. Like the pressure on that to, yeah. to say that by him of all people, that's an extraordinary pressure. You know what? Good for him. He figured Good it out. And you know what I respect about him too, man? Like he went and he worked on his shot. I don't want to see that crazy shot no more. He went, he worked at it, and he's a respectable three point shooter now. There it is. Put in, in the work, it. man. Put in the work. Happens. You put in the work, good things happen. Good, good for happen. Lonzo. Uh, the team I like to watch a lot, man. I just love watching Steph play. Like he. Okay, if you, were, I thought you were gonna say the Lakers, and I'm like, don't say. No, the no, no, no. They're just I hate Westbrook's just. Oh my god. I don't Lakers like watching just, the Lakers anymore. No. They, they, no. Um, the Warriors, man. That that they're fun, man. And Steph just makes it fun. Like I, I don't care if Steph's with with a bunch of scrubs. I'll watch it. Yeah, because you know he's going to hit stupid three-pointers. Like Find guys shots. like passing that you're just – no one else can do. Totally and I saw, agree. I, I saw a picture on Instagram saying that that message that says, Clay Thompson, Achilles, expected to play tonight, is going to give people goosebumps. Dude, I have goosebumps right now. But when he's back, Watch Steph and this. Clay, oh, my goodness. I hope he, I hope he can – he can still be the clay we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, crazy injuries, but man, the Warriors are so fun to watch. They're going to be a problem this year. They, they, I really think that they can do some damage. No team wants to see them. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know what they're about, man. You know Steph what they're Curry, about, baby. The Splash Bros. I just noticed this too while you were talking about the balls and the the <laughs> how long <Yeah. laughs> talking about the balls, yeah. That in my head didn't sound the, the yeah. way that it came out. Don't remember put that when Lavar? Yeah, I won't put that, that in the demo. demo. We'll leave, leave that, that a little bit out. <laughs> um, remember when Lavar always spoke that in his prime he could beat Michael okay. Jordan, and now Lamelo, his son, plays for Michael Jordan's like team that he owns, team. and his yeah. other son plays for the Chicago Bulls. What you know? What? <laughs> how crazy is that? How, how the universe insane. works out? Yeah, I know. That's and then, cool. and then Lavar will tell you, oh, I planned all this. I funny. planned all Let's this. Relax. You didn't, but I mean, it it's it is kind of cool. I would have loved to see Jordan just walk in one day and said, "Yo, strap Let's up. Let's, Let's go. go. We're both old. Let's see what happens." Yeah, if but Levar I think I think that, Jordan's imagine. still in impeccable shape. Come on, better than Lavar. Well, I better mean, than it's still freaking Michael Jordan, man. Like he's still gonna beat him. Yeah. I would hope so. I would hope so too. <laughs> That'd be a pay per view so. to watch. Man, the opening line has got to be plus five thousand for MJ. <laughs> like it has to be. Lavar, no one even has film on Lavar, bro. Plays in his backyard with his sons growing up. Like that's not. Now you're gonna Michael beat Jordan Michael Jordan. Doesn't need film. Six. No, I know, NBA but that's champion. what I'm saying. Like, like people would probably slap on Lavar, but like under what, like knowledge are you? Yeah, you don't have any knowledge on exactly. Levar? Like the only, no, the only no way clips can... of him playing at all, dude. Like, there's no clip. We've got to see his sons. We'll to ask his sons get that get interrogated on what they think of their dad. They handle, and you know what? Game. They handle the media really well. They do. Like, they're, so, they're great. Good on them. 
Good yeah, on them. Great players. Let's wrap up this show, Luca. We're going a little long because we gotta we gotta talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, NFL trade deadline coming up yeah. on Tuesday. Uh, we already had a big trade today. Vaughn Miller is headed to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third in 2022. They they needed more on defense, I guess. Um, what do you make of that? The Rams really don't care about draft picks right now. No. They got three picks in the draft coming up. They don't care. They're in a win-now mode. And why not? And for Denver, good for Denver. You know what? Respect to Denver. Number one, you're getting value for a player that was probably going to leave at the end of the year. Number two, you traded him to a Super Bowl contender out of respect. What more can you And he got a second and third in the next year's draft. Yeah, second and third. What more could you want? Probably the, the, and he'll probably the, get Aaron Rodgers next year. Yeah. Well, if that happens, man, that's something. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they're, they're stocking up the draft they're picks. Stocking you know? up the draft picks. Like, Aaron, yeah. what do you want? What do you want? You want this guy? At the end we'll, of the we'll day, though, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I know it's still a trade. Aaron's got to still approve. <laughs> like, you know, Aaron's going to come there. I don't like what's going on here. Move me. Move so me. They, they still need Aaron's approval. Even though he's not a free agent. I don't think he's a free agent. Well, he is. They just restructured. Is he? They restructured the deal, so he's gone after this year. Wow. Then yeah, I don't know. What Let's see what saying. happens. I thought, was, I thought he was still. In he'll be in. Okay. He'll be in the war room uh, with the Denver Broncos. Be like, they'll be like, so Aaron, like, who do you want? Second round. The the pick. Yeah, the pick from the hey, Rams. Uh, who do you we're, want? We're, we're thinking of taking this QB here. Are you good? Yeah. He's no. Like, no. Really? I no. want that receiver. Yeah. Give me that lineman there. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> yeah, um, also, big news of the day. Derek Henry down with a potential season-ending injury. I'm sorry to all fantasy players who have him uh, this season. The Tennessee Titans then make an emergency emergency signing of Adrian Peterson. That is hilarious to me. <laughs> How crazy that, is that? You get one 2,000-yard rusher and you replace him with a, a guy who was probably the best running back, at least in our generation. In our generation, yeah. Right? So – that's amazing. I picked him up already. You already picked up Adrian Peterson. I already picked him up for sure. But do you Why think not? now they're gonna they're gonna be so run heavy still, or they're gonna rely on Julio Jones well, and I AJ mean, Brown? I, I think part of their game is play action, play action opens up the field, so it's gonna be hard. So yeah, I, I know, but how how much is that no, gonna, gonna work? How much is that gonna work with the threat of uh that I don't know. old Adrian Peterson in the that backfield? But you he can get be- a run game going. And he's yeah. dominating, then it's gonna work. But like at the start, like you gotta you gotta get it going first. You gotta get that run game going before you could start thinking about play action. Well, you know why I, I, I listen, he's old. Um, but but the but the play style that he plays with, I think, is the reason why they went for him. Because you know, he's a big guy, um, he's strong, you know, he could take the hits or whatever. He is older now, obviously, but man, you just knew Derek Henry, and I feel bad for him, but dude, he's got 219 care or attempts already, okay. The next closest guy is Joe Mixon at 137. Like, he's almost got 100 more carries than the next guy. He, they're running him into the ground. He was on pace for like 450 plus, man. Yeah. Like, dude, like, come I on. I know, but he's running into the ground, but you have the best running back in the league for the I last know, three years. Like, like, what are you going to do? Not use but him? I'm just saying, it's like, he's hurt. He's hurt. Oh my God, he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, he kind of saw it, it coming. Right? Yeah, man. Like, look how big he is. It doesn't matter how strong you are. That sport is brutal. Okay. Your job is literally to lay someone out and hurt them. Mm-hmm. And he stayed healthy all this time. It's incredible to me. And dude, he might still come back. 
Yeah, it's potentially season-ending. So if the Are Tennessee Titans kidding? make it deep in the playoffs. It's going to be tough for Tennessee, tough. though, man. Like, he, he's he's really a huge part of it. Like, even if he's not running the ball, he can have, like – he could be going into the fourth quarter with, like, 20 yards, and they'll still stack the box. Yeah. He's a home run hitter. That's what he is. You got to hey, respect him. Now it's up to Ryan Tannehill. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, well, without, he got paid, uh, so. Derek Henry in his backfield. No. Marky matchups for this week nine in football. Luca, mm-hmm. here we go, buddy. There's some go. close lines here that I picked, actually. So, week nine, first, Browns, Bengals, divisional game, Cincinnati, favorite, two and a half. Who you got? Browns, screw the Bengals. All right. they, they knocked me out of my survivors. Screw them. Okay. That wasn't their fault. That was the, the Bengals' pa- fault, dude. The Bengals, dude. Wasn't it a big – I heard today it was like uh, – Roughing the passer and Burrow didn't even get a chance to come back and, and win the game uh, no, last week. It was uh head to head, like mm-hmm. a head on head tackle or whatever. It, it, it was a terrible call, it was. But dude, I'm sorry. When you're up 11 points with five minutes left to go against the freaking Jets, it shouldn't even be that close. Yeah. The Browns on the way. Dog pound. Go Baker. I'm going Bengals on this one. Bounce back game for, uh, for the Bengals. It's a must win game for Cleveland, man. It is. We all thought they were going to be better, and they've been struggling this year. I had them in the Super Bowl. That's a it's tough not looking one for you. good. That's a tough <laughs> one for you. Now, who did you have again? I had, had the Bills. The Bills I had right? the Bills and the Bucks in the, yes. in the Super Bowl. So right. my picks are still looking good. Um, Packers, Chiefs, Chiefs favored by two and a half. They are That's at Arrowhead, though. I know that, but they're they're at Arrowhead, and I, think I don't know the code, but I don't know about the. The COVID protocols with oh no he he I think he'll be back are they are back. they back Devonte Adams I think he'll They're be back. back yeah yeah okay. I think he'll be back so I'm picking I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers John Wick for Halloween uh, Aaron Rodgers so am I he won okay. me money last week hopefully he wins me money again and Patrick Mahomes with another interception tonight wow against the tip, Giants tip ball but still it's still an interception but we don't like those interceptions especially those ones okay tennessee the line changed today obviously the line had to change tennessee at the rams rams favored by a touchdown and a half i'm gonna go rams on this one buddy uh yeah like yeah i mean i think that i think they're it's gonna be way over i don't know why i'm laughing so much i just feel bad man like he goes down and like who do you got left well i just got arizona and the freaking rams up next on sunday night on sunday night so in LA at SoFi. And then this, again, this one surprised me as well. Divisional game, Arizona at San Fran. Arizona's favorite only by two and a half. I got the 49ers. Wow. Why not, man? And this is, I think this is it. Arizona's decline. I'm going to go with Arizona. Kyler Murray, small guy, getting it done. I feel bad for Russell Wilson. Haven't seen him. No timetable for his return. Geno Smith getting it done last week against those Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, that was a tough game for him. Hey, they're looking. Uh, How Seattle, boring was that Monday nighter between them and the Saints? Oh, Holy dude, I barely, gosh. I barely watched. I'll be honest. Like, well, I, I mean, I, I, I went to Dino's house because he's the Saints fan. I'm the Seahawks yeah. fan. We had to watch it. We were both passed out. Who won that game? Uh, the Saints. The yeah. Saints won because of the. Well, I mean, we refused Mac, to throw the ball. Listen, and we tried to run it up the gut, but never worked. Mac attack is officially in the air. Uh, 
the Mac Rocket, whatever you want to call them. Okay. They are buzzing. And it, it, it bothers me that they lost to Miami week one. It really does. Because I don't know how the hell we lost to that football team. But What's come on. What's your record? Four and four. Well, that's not bad. Should be five and three. Should be five and three. But you know what? We needed a win because our only wins came two against the Jets and one against Houston. So we need a big win. That was a huge win on the road. Mm-hmm. They're starting to figure it out, man. They're starting to figure it out. Now, all nice. they need to do is trade for Odell in the next couple of hours, and we're on our way. <laughs> big ass from the big-time Patriots fan, Luca Moya. Uh, yep. Before we wrap up the show, we've gone a little long, but obviously I need to get this. I, any chance of embarrassing my friend Luca, I'm going to take. Oh, and I'm not my. saying it's embarrassing, but... You know what? If there's you gonna guys be didn't a day see, where you got to there's going to be a day... On Luca's Instagram, I don't even think it was on your Instagram. It was on her Instagram, your, yeah. Your girlfriend's Instagram, Luca Moya dressing up as a schoolboy uh, for Halloween. I love it. Schoolboy, baby. I Naughty little schoolboy. Sexy schoolboy, Luca Moya. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that story and I dropped my phone laughing. I'm sorry. You know, listen. You guys look good. You guys look good. Yeah, I love you, the couple. You. The couple inspired Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. I didn't dress up myself this year. I didn't. No. Uh, I didn't partake in any of the festivities. But Luca, good on you, buddy. I listen, love it. You gotta. You, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. And uh, it, it was a party. And how was I the party? Know. Good party. Yeah, it was a good party. It, it, it was a good party. It, it was just like my friends and their girlfriends. They were doing it. Mm-hmm. Like like you know the. What do you call it? The couples thing. The couples costumes, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So we were going for the nerds. Looks like the school. Listen, I'll take it, man. Uh, I was. Oh, you guys look great. You guys look great. But I'll tell you though something, man. Like people are crazy when it comes to Halloween. Like Jesus Christ. Like you couldn't find anything. I just wanted to show up. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to show up in a Tom Brady jersey, and she could have been Giselle, and it would have been a nice, easy night. But no, we had to go out. We had to do all the shopping and all that stuff. We did it. It's over. Uh, I thought it looked okay, though. No, you look good. You look good. I'm not saying you guys didn't look good. I just, it was just, I I would have knowing you and your your mindset exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady DeJal. That's why I thought it was funny. Like, this guy's probably hating his his, his life right now. No, no, it was, no, it it was fun. (laughs) Listen, she's gonna, see, she's gonna listen to this. No, Isabel, don't (laughs) be No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But, uh, I, you know why I, I, I don't care that you're laughing because if the roles were flipped, oh my I'd still gosh. be laughing. I'd you still would, be laughing. You would you would have said, Lucas, could I start the show off? At least I, would, I no, waited I till the end. I would have been like, yes, I'm here with uh, with Lucas Catelli, schoolboy over here, <laughs> the grade eight version of himself on the L2 Sports podcast. That exactly. would have been my start. But worry. you know what? It was fun. Halloween was fun. Dude, I, literally, we got like maybe like six kids this year i got like, like maybe two my area is all grown like it's all already yeah now. it's dead like it's, halloween it's dead. how I, yeah. I used to go out every year when i was a kid well, now, yeah. well dude there's no kids in the area hey, now. more candy for me man where do you think i'm oh, going yeah. after this show i'm going right down to the stockpile grab a couple of rockets arrow bars smarties pack it in for the night, night. got my workout in we're all good <laughs> this guy's jack now ladies and gentlemen hey i don't want to pump my own tires but um thank you everyone for uh tuning into the l2 sports podcast uh for my host luca moya i'm tell you you can listen to the l2 sports podcast on any platform 
wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to these two dummies talk about some sports. Uh, follow us at the L2 Sports Podcast on Instagram. Follow Lucas Gratelli23, Luca Moya on Instagram as well. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys next week as we talk about some more sports. Take it easy.